wait can you go um down to vhs revolution is that a vhs movie or is that like something completely unrelated okay it's a documentary about vhs's less interested i thought it was maybe a another vhs horror movie that i Uh, have not seen i don't know if i've really seen any of those they're um you know they're fine they're a mixed bag but if you like um if you like horror anthologies which i really do Mm -hmm. um because they're short and like you get a little bit of something different and you can watch like one bite of it and then stop watching it yeah it's easy to watch and just like a lot of horror movies are just like it's like cool idea but then you stretch it out to 80 minutes and it's like just just show me the zombie like what are we still doing like you're just building some backstory like i think uh i remember liking like 28 days later Mm -hmm. and i feel like that was uh one of those like zombie stuff but it was mostly people for a really long time Mm -hmm. i like that one i don't remember i've seen one of those i've seen the one where they're in the mall that was oh, one. that's like night of the day of the living night of the dead living dead. Oh, you're right. It's it might, one of those. It might not be a 28. It's not a, a 28. It's a dawn of the dead or something. Yeah, yeah. Because the first, uh, the first, uh, uh, 28 days later is you see uh, Celine Murphy's dick just right away. So that's how the just, movie opens. Pretty much, it opens on his dick. Just <laughs> <laughs> great. Pretty bold, you know. <laughs> I mean, you got to give the people what they want. That dude, one one day become Batman's uh, villain. <laughs> That's how they knew he was right for the for the role. Can you wear a hood? Can you show me your dick? Yeah, you got to have a real mean dick. <laughs> real mean dick. It's got to fit our version of Gotham. Rawr. Everyone's got mean dicks. There's <laughs> a lot of weird dicks going on in Gotham. Yeah, Christopher Nolan has opinions about dicks i was gonna ro- i was gonna roll like right into the podcast and be like, hey it's us and then we just started talking about uh gotham's dicks can i i'm gonna go into incognito mode and look up cillian murphy's dick okay now i have to roll into the podcast <laughs> <laughs> uh Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of First and Last. My name is Josh, and with me this week is Joe. Hey, man. That's it. That's it. End of story. That's it. (laughs) Deal with it. Jimmy's uh, sick or something, potentially. He's trying to be a good boy and not get us sick. He did, however, text us uh, predictions for the finale. Oh, I didn't read that text. I don't text. know if you saw that. <laughs> I didn't see that. That's funny, though. So this will be funny based on now what show we're watching today. <laughs> okay, yeah. Um, That's good. Did you... Uh, I- I'm keeping it all in, Joe. Did you just look up Cillian Murphy's dick? <laughs> hey, I... <laughs> okay, I looked up Cillian Murphy full frontal, mm-hmm. um, incognito, google image search well don't you search you search everything on google incognito pretty much don't you unless here's the thing i understand that incognito 
searching and browsing that like Google still learns from you. Yes, they're they're still they know they yeah. they know it's me. Yeah. Um, but the difference is is that Claire it, doesn't know that Claire you searched. will know. No, no. <laughs> no it's the, the only real difference is that they won't advertise stuff for you from incognito. Oh, really? Okay. So I will search for stuff a lot of times for first and last, like looking up stuff about Reba. Like I don't want them to like suggest to, for me like stuff about Reba or like anything related to country music. So I'll do that in incognito, but for stuff like looking up local restaurants or something like I do that full on Google cause I want them to like know what I'm looking for and maybe potentially suggest stuff for me because I'm part of that ecosystem and they have me as a product. <laughs> yeah, they sure do. They're listening to me right now. They sure do. So listeners, <laughs> Really quick, the reason, I, depending on how much of that first part I put in, the reason why we were looking up Cillian Murphy's day <laughs> is that we were talking about, me and Joe are already forward thinking to Spooky Month, which is fast approaching, and, and uh, talking about uh, various horror movies and uh, various shorts, because Joe saw a VHS thing, and he was thinking about watching those v because there's how many vhs horror movie things are there um i think there's one two and viral i think there's three of them total okay and you see, have you seen them all i've seen one and two i don't think i've seen viral you haven't gone viral yet uh, yeah the <laughs> haven't gone viral yet not ready to make the jump uh but you, if you haven't seen i know that you you're aware of them but like i'm aware i haven't i haven't watched them yeah yeah if the listeners haven't seen the vhs movies they're horror anthologies so it's like a 90 minute movie but there's like little 20 minute vignettes um but they're all found footage that's why it's vhs because all of these movies were supposedly like you know someone filming their vacation and then like they have this videotape it's like blair witch essentially okay but they're all different stories yeah they're all different stories yeah i mean it makes sense when you told me what they were just because i know how you're like i watched this movie over the course of five days mm-hmm. yeah and so <laughs> how I watch movies, then yeah. you can watch a movie over the course of five days but you actually get the little I get stories the story. it's like you're mm-hmm. just reading the short stories of like an author in like the novel form where mm-hmm. you can just read a little bit and then put it down yeah exactly or whatever yeah, I got a. I, I think I want to commit this month, this month, uh, the spooky month mm-hmm. that is. Has it come out? I think this is like the week after this episode comes out is when spooky month starts. Yeah. Um, oh, listeners, we have to figure it out. First and last season is obviously supposed to be the next episode, mm-hmm. but we're thinking we're either going to postpone first and lasties for like a week or couple. Mm-hmm. Or we're going to do first and lasties and then we're going to just do four weeks of spooky month, even though it'll bleed in to November. Yeah. I get a little early spooky. We'll see. Yeah. We're still working out the, the, the reason we're pushing the first and lasties because we're still working out the contract details with our host. Yeah. Um, we, we won't say who he is, but I'll call him C rock for, for short <laughs> C- <laughs> or Chris R. <laughs> Um, yeah, yeah. Trying to figure out who's slapping who, and then once we get that settled, once we get the slap in play, <laughs> then we'll yeah. figure it out. Also, we're so far away from each other. 
it's fine i can hear you i know i can hear you i can hear you just fine well you're i can hear you like this yeah. too because i have the headphones on this is going to be the best sounding podcast episode just because there'll be like minimal bleed between microphones yeah um, or not any difference at all we're uh, we're recording in the normal podcast basement mm-hmm. uh studio and but it's i don't know how big this room is but you know what it's like it's probably 25 feet sure and if it, it this way yeah the way we're facing each yeah. other and we're probably 20 feet away from each other. yeah well probably the weirder part of that is like we're sitting across from each other and nobody's sitting in the couch that's like facing the tv yeah yeah we're not we're sitting perpendicular to the tv basically yeah. and then the couch that faces it where we would watch it no one's at yeah just some blankets just blankets there's not even a cat oh there's a cat oh yeah look at you yeah She's just very quiet and <laughs> just sits there. So, so we do have one cat. There's a there's a living creature on the couch. Yeah, so we're good. Uh, but listeners at FNL Podcast on the Gmail or on the Twitter, if you have a spooky show or whatnot that you would like us to watch, because uh, I'm excited for Spooky Month. Always. I really want to watch. I want to watch a spooky thing every day in October. That sounds like a good resolution. I feel like I never do that. Mm-hmm. You know. And I should just do it this month, mm-hmm. especially because it's going to, it's like, it's cooling down now. It's supposed to be actually kind of warm the first couple, first like couple days in October though. I'm okay with that. Yeah. I'm fine with that. Ease too. into it. Thanks Obama. Yeah. <laughs> you did this to us. You made spooky month warm. Um, Yeah. So uh, stay tuned to see what happens next week. Maybe we get a little early spook. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Uh, you can let us know what you want. They're going to be like, don't ever do first and lasties again. Yeah. <laughs> it's an early scare. Maybe we call it like the uh, like the jump scare. Hey. <laughs> Got him. Got him. Got somebody with that lame thing. Uh, <laughs> Joe, what's first and last? Just in case someone went uh, season 10, episode 25. Well, I'm, I'm in. shit. Season 10. Uh, TV pod only watching first and last episodes of the show. So... We review an entire TV show, but um, from the standpoint of only having seen the first episode and last episode. So it's typically shows we haven't seen, we'll watch the first episode, talk about what we've seen, what we expect, or what we wish for the rest of the show. Uh, and then we go ahead and watch the finale, see how well we did on predictions, and then kind of wrap it up with some, um, you know, uh, what we've learned about ourselves and... Uh, thoughts to carry forward maybe a lesson i hope we learn a life lesson tonight yeah remember at the end of like you ever watch uh like jerry springer as a kid you know it was so funny (laughs) funny you say that is i mean yes a little bit but like it was never like i didn't even think it was like a taboo thing that i couldn't watch Mm -hmm. well i think i mean i think i thought i wasn't probably allowed to watch it Mm -hmm. but i didn't have any interest in watching it sure um, but it was always on before like Hercules and Xena. Mm, yeah. So I would see some, I would turn like WB on. I'd be like, ugh. yeah. You, Jerry Springer fools on still. So what you would see is like in the last five minutes of the Springer show, like he'd be like, I forget what segment it was called. It was like Jerry's thoughts or something. Or like <laughs> final word with Jerry where it's like, they'll have like, you know, 20 minutes of nonsense, Jerry Springer show stuff. 
and then in the last five minutes he'll like just do this monologue about like trying to be a better person and like treating people with respect (laughs) yeah which is like he doesn't want that yeah (laughs) should we i know we have a show planned but should we scrap it and just try to find jerry springer (laughs) maybe that's a good show idea wow i never (laughs) i've never thought about that but now we probably need a first and last jerry springer man that's insane (laughs) all right it's i mean that show probably changed a lot from the first to the last yeah well i mean when was it on i gotta figure this (laughs) out now i had the whole i had the whole show that we were gonna do like lined up and we're not gonna do we're sorry we're not doing dragger springer tonight but i'm not i'm not prepared my my body isn't ready no right (laughs) uh 19 no wait that's a different wait what i'm so confused um is it like coming back or something it was like back or it was never went away so it was on september 30th maybe not september 30th 1991 Mm -hmm. which seems right yeah and then it says to july 26th 2018 nah that's got to be some sort of reboot there's no way Seasons uh, 91, 97, 1 through 6, 97, 98, 6 through 7, 2002, 2002 to 4, 2004. They're all there. Like, all the years are accounted for. 91 to 2018 are all accounted for in years. Like, what? Like, was it on YouTube later or something? NBC Universal. 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 I don't, yeah. So, That's I don't know. crazy. I just remember he was a, I mean, I remember a lot of things about Jerry Springer, but one of the other like weird later uh, Springer things is that he was like a fixture at um, uh, like Chicago Bulls basketball games. Like, like he just went all the time? Yeah. Like even after they were, you know, after the Jordan years and they were bad because like that's when I was attending games. Yeah. Like whenever they would do like fan cam, it'd be like fan the random fan random fan random fan and then jerry springer <laughs> he's just like always there that's hilarious mm-hmm. i don't see any way we can yeah jerry springer 20 they all say also by the way after that 2019 currently to 2022 there is a show called judge jerry oh boy he became a judge judge jerry and executioner <laughs> Oh man, does he still got that big bouncer guy in Judge Jerry? He's he's the bailiff. That guy, he got his he got his name. He had his own show. What was his name? Oh, I have I don't know. I I went back to the show we're gonna do okay today <laughs> in Wikipedia. <laughs> so. Steve Steve Wilkos, he got his own show. Not important. I'm sure that went well. <laughs> did you tell people what uh, this this podcast is about? Yeah, we, we did. did that. Okay. We did that. <laughs> We went on such a Jerry Springer <laughs> roller coaster that I immediately forgot. You just rearranged your brain. Wow. First and last uh, TV show thing. You got it. Yeah, you got it. So this <laughs> week for the last episode, oh man, of uh, season 10, we're going to do a TV, a little TV show called Revolution. Doom boom. <laughs> exactly. That's the noise of the electricity turning off. Yeah, forever. Have you seen any of the show? I remember, uh, no, I've not seen the show, but I just remember ads for it in college. I feel like when I was watching The Office or something, there would be ads for, oh man, like it's post-apocalyptic. One day the power just turned off. Yep. And it's like, do you just 
and someone to just have to go plug it back in or like yeah didn't she just go plug it back in yeah someone try to turn the server off and then on again did it did someone trip over the cord for the world's power oh god the world's power oh <laughs> I, uh, it's unplugged <laughs> yeah i uh, i mean when i think about it i'm like i've probably seen some episodes of this show mm-hmm. but this show was on 20 scrolling down 2012 to 2014 mm-hmm. so we're talking 10 to 10 years ago it 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 originally aired yeah and was over eight years ago so anything i've seen of the show i don't remember for For sure sure. yeah um but fun things are created by somebody a a little a little person named eric kripke okay i don't know who that is don't know but also theme music composer jj abrams according to wikipedia I guess I buy it, but yeah, I, I thought I saw him on the credits as like a, a credited. It's one of those. Or something. Yeah, he's like credited as like producer J.J. Abrams. Mm-hmm. So does it, did he have? So it was a show that J.J. Abrams was like, I I'm a big enough name already from Heroes or something like that and other stuff and mm-hmm. Felicity. I don't know, <laughs> but like he's like, yeah, put my name on it because I feel like that's all that is. Yeah, I mean, he he puts a little money in, he gets a check, you know, if it's successful. Well, it only went for two seasons. Yeah. Want well. And I think it was pretty much Netflix. Was it on TV? I think it was an NBC show. It was an NBC show. Because that's the only reason I like know of like these types of shows is this like I saw ads for it while trying to watch 30 Rock. Oh. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, two seasons, 42 episodes. J.J. Abrams stamp of uh, initial approval, at least. Mm-hmm. Uh I'm just going to read this a little bit. The show takes place in the near future of the year 2027. Oh, it's still in the future. So it's still future. Okay. Uh, and the one thing we know about it is it's 15 years after the start of a worldwide permanent electrical power blackout in 2012. Okay. So the show takes place in 2027, but the electrical blackout happened in 2012. I'm interested in how we get to this point where there's an electrical blackout worldwide, an electrical blackout. I think we will never know. Really? Yeah. <laughs> I think this is some like... That's going to be a big hang up for me if they don't like explain it right off the top. I don't think they will, man. Oh my God. There's no way that we know about it in the first episode. Yeah. That's like the biggest lost question. Like, what's the smoke monster? Like, you know? Sure. Well, because didn't we see we saw the thumbnail and like one of the ladies that was in Lost is in this show, and I just oh, watched yeah, yeah. and That's I just right. watched all of Lost, so mm-hmm. I'm all about people in Lost. Sure. That's why we watched Person in Adventures three <laughs> weeks ago. Yeah. Th- this is not why we're watching this show. This <laughs> show just randomly came to me, but yeah. I forgot she was in it. But um, I mean, it's just gonna bother me because like, there's just okay. Let's say the power grid goes down, right? That would be devastating. But like. We got batteries and stuff. We got solar power. We got wind power. Like, like, there wouldn't be just no more electricity. Which I feel like the concept of this is like there's there's no more electricity. Like somehow electricity like can't be generated or stored or something like yeah, that, right? Uh-huh. Because like yeah, if electricity is gone, like batteries don't work anymore. That's what I'm. That's what I'm saying. Is like I I I get the vibe from this that like yeah, they're just 
you cannot have any more power because then like yeah societies would just like you know rebuild the grid like right just figure it out yeah i mean i need to do it before the power goes out mm-hmm. but like i think we're all smart enough and potentially even have enough resources at our mm-hmm. fingertips to go like i can learn how to like make a big battery yeah uh, some sort of or a little battery at least to, like power lights sometimes or something mm-hmm. like that and then have a hand crank or a bicycle or something yeah to like make power exactly like it worst case scenario I mean, there are, um, you know, there's a lot of post-apocalyptic fiction where the power does go out eventually, right? Mm-hmm. But that's more because, um, you know, most of the world's population was wiped out by either some sort of natural disaster or zombies or something that it's right. like, we don't have time to fucking deal with keeping the power grid up anymore. But even something like that, isn't it like, you know, like the... Uh, big uh flu or something killed everybody or like the zombies came or like something happened Mm -hmm. but the power grid's like it's been like it's been 20 years and there's still power places Mm -hmm. because like the power grid just stays on yeah it still gathers its power you know yeah i'm trying to think of like in like last of us like yeah there isn't really i mean like they still have like society's completely changed but they like they have like dvd players they could still like play like old playstation games and stuff like that they, they still have power yeah they still have things like that and then they make new cities mm-hmm. of like survivors and people and then it within those walls they figure out how to like legitimately power their city yeah like they still do it I re- I f- there's like specifically a part where like they're um they end up upon a city that they're trying to figure out how to like turn the dam back on and like set it back up and yeah that little town has power so exactly. it's like stuff like that so and i feel like this revolution show is different in that it's like no 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 there's no more power and like, i'm just like it doesn't but work. how though <laughs> yeah what it is there like yeah it's not like a world plug it's like someone created a thing my yeah my guess is that there was some sort of attack like, whether yeah, like an alien it scenario? could be aliens or something where it's like it was some sort of super powered emp like electromagnetic pulse that like literally killed everything electronic but even if an emp like went through an area you could just bring a new thing that could do power now yeah yeah and it's not it wouldn't be affected by the emp currently yeah yeah so it'd have to be like some sort of super emp that like maybe it like wiped out the the earth's magnetic fields and that fucks with power and now now there's no more power um even if there's some even like a hand wavy sci-fi explanation like that you would did, satisfy you just me jedi mind trick me is that what you just yeah did? if they're just like listen just... there's no power because the aliens did it I'm, I'm like okay i'm in but if they're just like yeah one day the power just went out and now we don't have power i'm like no <laughs> you would figure out how to turn it on <laughs> you would think mm-hmm. i'm telling you man we're not going to figure this out in the oh, first episode Get ready oh to be infuriated. Yeah. Welcome to the very first episode of the first. Well, welcome <laughs> welcome to Joe's Pissed, the podcast. We just watch one episode, and then we watch, um, we switch over to Jerry Springer. And then, <laughs> and then we, watch, we watch the first episode of Revolution, and then we watch the last episode of Jerry Springer. <laughs> yeah. 2018. That's crazy. I, I do not believe that. 
<laughs> I think you Googled wrong. I didn't, dude. I'm, I'm telling you. All right. Well, we got a lot of questions, and this show probably has very few answers. So let's dive into it. Oh, weird. Other qu- thing directed by, just so you know, mm-hmm. John Favreau. Oh, okay. You know, the uh, Iron Man's uh, like bookkeeper, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. Not a security guard. That John Favreau. That John Favreau. Um, but he's like a guy, right? He's like, um, didn't he like direct a bunch of uh, like Mandalorian? Yeah, but that seems like something like, like, hey, we know you and you're good at stuff. Do you want to direct the <laughs> Mandalorian? But like, he was just like, yeah, I'll direct this show called Revolution on NBC. Seems mm-hmm. kind of weird. Um, but so directed by him. It was called Pilot. Of course. So that's cool, <laughs> I guess. But uh, we're going to we're going to watch that and we'll be back after that. We're back from the first episode of Revolution. Yeah. I do it like it's been like an hour for us. It's been seven seconds for everybody else. So I'm coming in. <laughs> I'm coming in too hot. Um, do I have a write-up is a question that I forget to ask myself when Jimmy's gone. Yeah. I'll just let you ask yourself the question and then read the write-up too. All right. Josh, do you have a write-up? <laughs> Josh... I have an IMDb write-up. Cool. 15 years after a global shutdown of all electricity, the Matheson family are hunted by an an authoritarian regime known as the Monroe Militia. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cool. That's a quickie. Yeah. So, I mean, in the pre-show, we talked a little bit about the... The concept is that it's a post-apocalyptic world where there's no power. Um, in the first, in the cold open of the show, we get a little bit of the background of that, and it's just like um, this man comes home in a rush to his uh, family, and he tells like his wife, like it's happening, um, and and she seems to know. She seems to be like, oh my god, it's hap- it's really happening. Um, and then he calls his brother, um, who's like, uh, out in South Carolina somewhere, I think. And like driving in a car with his buddy and they're like talking about like picking up chicks or whatever. As you do. As you do. Um, but yeah, he tells his brother or he tries to explain to him that like everything's going to shut down. Nothing like nothing's going to work anymore. Everything. It's all going to turn off. Um, with just enough time to just say that before literally it does happen. And, uh, yeah, we see everything turn off the, all of the power in the house goes out. Um, the cars on the highway where his brother was driving, they all stop suddenly. Um, and then, uh, the first guy, I forget his name now. What's the main guy's name? What main guy? Charlie. Charlie. His daughter. No, no, no. Uh, the guy. <laughs> the the dad. The dad. Ben. Ben. Uh, Ben walks outside. Um, to like see, you know, he's in Chicago, and all of uh, the neighborhood's lights are going down, and then he also sees a bunch of planes, 
tumble out of the sky, kind of just like leaves falling off a tree, um, which I did do a little bit of, of Google research on that. Um, and if a plane uh, were to lose all of its power, including power to all of its engines, yeah, it essentially just turns into a big glider. I mean, because like planes want to stay in the air. That's yeah. like the whole yeah. point, right? Uh, and that's um, like there was a very like famous example of that that they called like the Gimli glider. It was like a Canadian um, plane that like yeah had lost power at like forty thousand feet, and then was able to the the crew was able to like safely guide it down because it just they just glide it. Right. Well, and it's not saying that all planes would be totally fine. Obviously, that can't be yeah, true. If you're in some sort of maneuver or something or in some sort of turbulence, I'm sure. But like, there yeah. was just planes like they were falling down like they were apples from a tree, basically. Yeah. It, it, it looked like they all just had like got stopped and then they just dropped. Like, no <laughs> forward momentum whatsoever. Yeah. It just fell right out of the sky. I mean, and same with all the cars in the highway. Like they all just like slowed to a stop and not not just like kept cruising or like you know even some of those cars uh would potentially keep running because it's just like the the power shut off um which and and that would have been 2012 Mm -hmm. so you know very few teslas on the road yeah (laughs) yeah um but yeah but that was something i was trying to figure out with this whole all the power is off thing is like i've seen other sci-fi where um uh, again humans lose uh, technology but that means that there's no electricity but there's also no um, the ability for like combustion is also gone and so that turns off like engines and stuff yeah uh, but it seems like in this world they, they still do it's just the electricity goes out right well because yeah I, I wrote down like why don't engines work mm-hmm. and why do guns still work exactly yeah that's that's the thing is like if you have guns then like combustion engines should still work right because that it's it's essentially just a different version Mm -hmm. of that yeah and so it's weird that they're not they don't have just like trains Mm -hmm. or something maybe they have trains maybe we haven't seen a train we haven't seen a train yet but it seems like everybody's just like walking or taking horses um which would probably be the main transportation generally, even if you could make some type of car work. But yeah. I mean, you know, cause, but not every single car on that highway. Day gasoline. One yeah. Gasoline's going to be scarce, 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 scarce. Um, but yeah, um, <laughs> I definitely had some questions about how this whole power off thing worked, but I will say, um, just like a general overall thought, uh, was very out on this show. Really, even before the show started, when we were talking about in the pre-show that like, if they don't explain how this thing works, I am out immediately. Yeah, and they didn't. And they did not. Um, and so for the first part of it, I was just like, this is very dumb. Uh, like, I can't, uh, you know, even just get with the premise of this. Like, why don't they like? In, in this world where okay the electricity goes out like uh, we w- again we would try to uh, enough people are around that we would be able to turn stuff back on of just like there's enough people around and there's enough smart people around uh, and like just like there's enough generators and like hydroelectric power like well even our dumbasses sitting here on <laughs> the chairs watching tv yeah 
like essentially were able to describe and f- like go like this is how an engine works mm-hmm. this is how this works mm-hmm. not that we might be able to, it's just like i don't know man we could yeah we could figure it out right there's yeah there's <clears> enough in a community people yeah that like just the power just went out the the world will figure it out but whatever it's 15 years people have not figured it out um I forget where I was going with that. Oh, just that, like, I hated all of that, but whatever, got over it, uh, because, but then by the end, I think just the things that won me over, um, like, Giancarlo Esposito. That helps for you, for helps sure. Helps a lot. You he, love a little Gus Fring anywhere. Yeah, you he's get Gus one. Fring from Breaking Bad, Better Call Saul, and he's, uh, he's an antagonist in this. Um, yeah. And he's very cool. We'll, we'll talk more about him, uh, but I'm just talking in generalities here. He's there. He's cool like that. And then at the very end, they hint at like there's some sort of underground stuff going on. And like there is a network of people who have turned on the power. They even have Internet like. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And so that to me kind of soothes over the like what's going on. People would have figured this out. Like, yes, there are people who have figured it out, but they're keeping it secret because, you know, that knowledge is power reasons so, yeah i'm very interested in like where that goes okay so what you're saying is you watch this episode and you're ready to roll into number two yeah i, I hated it at the beginning and then by the end i was like cool <laughs> let's do this let's go <laughs> this only got two seasons it's only 42 episodes so. yeah yeah i liked it um interesting scenario i mean so one thing is like so main character in the show is a girl named Charlie or Charlotte, but she goes by Charlie. Uh-huh. It's the daughter of the guy from the beginning, Ben, mm-hmm. and his wife, Rachel. 15 years later, Ben's the only one around. Mm-hmm. He says that Rachel's dead. Mm-hmm. She, we never see her in the, in, the, in the present day. Yeah. So obviously she's not dead, right? Yeah. Like, you know. And, and Charlotte's younger brother is... Danny. Danny, okay. Yeah, um, and so they cut to the future, and um, the Matheson family is like living in this like small community. It kind of looks like Little House in the Prairie times, um, except with like a, in a cul-de-sac of big mansions. Yeah, <laughs> it, it, in the you know in the surrounding of there is newer technology that's just kind of been become obsolete like there's a part where a woman's like tending to a garden that's built into an old vw bug yeah like the hood Mm -hmm. which is kind of fun yeah um and it is kind of a weird (laughs) that was one of the weird things that like my brain made fun of at the beginning is just like okay so they've lost power for 15 years but now they all they're all dressing like it's the 1800s again like why (laughs) Why did the clothing style change? Like, well, are they, I mean Charlie's dressed like a like some sort of like <laughs> leather bound like sexy adventurer. Yeah, she's she's wearing like uh like a freshly washed bright blue tee um with a like leather jacket and a and like leather pants. Yeah. She's like some sort of weird sci-fi babe, but then everyone else is a pilgrim. <laughs> <laughs> uh, right? Yeah. Um okay so basically the whole thing gets uh kicked off 
now we're in present time after we saw the power go out. It's 15 yeah. years later. The Matheson family, it's Charlie, her dad, Ben, her mom, Rachel, is nowhere to be found. Apparently, mm-hmm. she's dead, according to her dad. Mm-hmm. It's totally not. But, like, <laughs> yeah. Dad's, uh, looks like he's hooking up with some lady named Maggie. Mm-hmm. That was her name. Um, and then Jean Carlo Esposito comes in. His character is named Tom Neville. Mm-hmm. He comes into town and is like, "I'm looking for Ben." Yeah, he's got a whole like crew with him. They look like bad dudes. Yeah, they 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 all belong to the Monroe Militia, mm-hmm. where we later find out that um, Ben's brother Miles, mm-hmm. um, he was with a guy on the highway in his car. They were going back to like their military base because they were mm-hmm. in the the military of some, what some form of military. Yeah, and the guy that Miles was with was Monroe. Yeah. And that's like a later reveal in the episode. Yeah, it's like a later review, but all of the guys in this militia have this like brand on their wrist, um, which is a tattoo that Monroe has mm-hmm. on his forearm. Yeah, it's this like M in a circle. A lot I, less extreme than getting a brand on your wrist. Yeah, yeah. Which I thought was a kind of a cool like when that happened. I was like, oh, like when the Monroe uh, reveal. Yeah. All yeah. right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but so he comes to try to get Ben. Uh, Danny, the younger brother. I mean, he's like nineteen or something. Like, right? Yeah, because he was like a toddler. I feel like in the um, in the f- opening part. So yeah, I would guess he's yeah around eighteen, nineteen, something like that. Um, I think when uh, Jean Carlo came to the lady's house later and said, mm-hmm. "I'm looking for a boy," he's like nineteen or something like okay. that. I think yeah. that's what he said. But um. He's like, I'm looking for Ben, and I Ben, uh, and he Ben's there, and he's like, Ben, I want you because I want to find your brother because you, I like Miles wants to, our Monroe needs wants you mm-hmm. both, um, presumably because they think that these two know what the what's going on with the power. Yeah, I don't know why. Fifteen years later, why they, <laughs> yeah, like, they've been searching for him. He's just hiding out in plain sight. He's yeah. Just, here in Chicago still. Just hanging out in <laughs> Schaumburg, Illinois. Yeah. <laughs> Not really doing anything. I guess they can't call him. So, I mean, it takes a little bit longer, but I they guess. were all pretty close. Um, But so a, cur- a little kerfuffle happens and Ben ends up getting like, Ben gets shot by the militia people, mm-hmm. which is like, you would think it, the guy would be like, no matter yeah, what. Do not kill him. Do yeah. not hurt this man. Yeah kill yourself <laughs> yeah before you hurt this man yeah even if you let him get away like we'll take someone hostage like but you do not hurt him he, he stays alive yeah but it seems like they were like immediately like i'll just shoot that guy like <laughs> yeah so ben dies danny gets captured by tom neville mm-hmm. and then charlie well right and then right before he dies tom uh ben it tells charlie like you need to go to Chicago to find my brother Miles. Mm-hmm. Tell him what happened. Tell him Monroe, like Monroe's after him, mm-hmm. and that just inst- that starts the journey. So already we already know. Boom, we're what twenty five minutes in. Mm-hmm. We already know what the show is going to happen. The mm-hmm. power's off, and we have a journey. Yeah, kind of thing. So cool. Putting the group together, and then yeah, and then so then it's Charlie leaves the Maggie lady that was like, I guess up. Uh, sort of her stepmom in a way mm-hmm. and then this guy from the little community his name was Aaron mm-hmm. he was kind of like the teacher but he's kind of like 
I don't know, like the out of shape chubby nerd guy. Yeah, he's just like nerd guy. In part of their like journey, he mentions that he used to work at Google, which is like not a thing anymore, and he somehow had like eighty million dollars at the bank. Uh, but now he just like is just a dude who has no useful skills for the post apocalypse. Yeah, eighty million dollars <laughs> in the bank. See how crypto does? Yeah, <laughs> he had it was all in NFTs. Yep. Um. But they go, they end up, they get to Chicago, they meet Miles. Mm-hmm. Uh, but oh, on the way to Chicago, uh, Charlie runs into this hunky bow wielding boy yeah. named Nate. Uh-huh. And they just like run into each other and she's like, ah, and it's like, sorry, I'm going to walk this way. I'm just getting water. And he just like walks away. And then she apparently never tells her group that she ran into somebody. There's so many like red flags of traveling in a post-apocalyptic world. Like yeah. I wouldn't come home and be like, Hey, uh, you know, Hey roommate, Hey, whoever, like to people that I see every day, I'd be like, I ran into this dude in like the forest. It was weird. Yeah. Like I would just like say, it's like, they don't even, they don't debrief. <laughs> I mean, they're living in a post-apocalyptic world where they're like, there's like no laws or anything. And like, there's militias out there and there's somebody near you, obviously, cause you're on foot. Mm-hmm. That like is potentially a threat and she doesn't tell anybody. Yeah. You, you just need to be a trust no one. Uh, but then also B, you need to like for the people you do trust, you need to give full information. Right. <laughs> it's a, it's kind of funny because obviously it's, it's, it, this show is already developing a couple things that if I'm going to overanalyze it, it's like <sighs> you're making your own problems sometimes you know yeah but like why did a militia person shoot the guy they were looking for mm-hmm. why did then after that did like charlie not tell her group about this random dude mm-hmm. whatever okay whatever these are little things that obviously are like meant to essentially drive the plot to other things mm-hmm. in a way but it's just kind of like it could be smoother yeah. Li- but There's it's not like, that big of a deal really it really isn't that big of a not deal. not that big a deal but you, you just got to have I feel like you need to have at least one character who like is world wise to like everything that's going on. Like you could make it um, that stepmom character and like have her be the one that's like, yo, like we don't trust anyone. We got to like watch our backs, got to cover our tracks when we're traveling. When we go to bed at night, we need to like keep someone like up watching to like make sure we don't get ambushed. Right. Well, and it's not like, I mean, it's been like this for 15 years mm-hmm. and it's presumably it was, it's probably bet was way worse a little bit before. Cause in the chaos of everything turning off, you would assume yeah. everything's like way worse mm-hmm. for a while before people kind of like settle down and understand like a decade into this communities are formed. Yeah. Yeah. If, you know? Um, so yeah, it, mildly frustrating, not that big of a deal in reality, but just kind of like sometimes it's just you go who's proofreading some of these sometimes when you read a script who proofreads these and then when they do don't they go why did this happen (laughs) yeah how did they why how did how did this happen like this and even from just like a tv standpoint it's useful to have um especially in these sci-fi worlds it's useful to have a one person who knows what's going on and like is aware of things 
because then that person like helps to explain stuff to the audience. Exactly. Like you have the dumb, like kind of naive girl, Charlie, mm -hmm. who has presumably just like only thing she knows is that little community she was in. Yeah. Now traveling, but she mm -hmm. does have this like older lady, Maggie. She's not old <laughs> by any means. Yeah. She's like 30. <laughs> probably. Like... <laughs> yeah. She's probably younger than I am currently. <laughs> uh, but like she's the old, she's the, she's the like knowledgeable person of uh -huh. the group who yeah. like had poison whiskey yeah and like yeah because they did get attacked when they were camping out um and she tells one of the attackers like oh yeah check in my bag um and then the you know the attackers find some whiskey in there they all just drink the whiskey without thinking again because like yo like you shouldn't just be trusting anybody even people you're like especially people you're like coming up on um but yeah there it happens to be poison whiskey uh, because she's aware that like there's a chance that she could be attacked. Right. And this is how I'm going to get out of it. Mm -hmm. So either way, they get to Chicago, mm -hmm. the group, they meet Miles, they figure it out. And he's like, I'm not, he's like, well, we're family, like whatever. I'm not going to go like, what do you want me to do? Yeah. Help you, help you like save your younger brother from this militia dude, Tom. Mm -hmm. He's leading a relatively quiet life. He's just like running a bar there. Like he's adjusted to post-apocalyptic post life. And he's not trying to figure out what happened or like avenge his family or anything. He's just, he's just he's living. Yeah. He's just like, this is <laughs> just literally how my life works right now. Mm -hmm. Um, kind of long story short than that is that they get attacked by militia people. Yep. And then, uh, he's like, okay, we're going to, we'll go try to find Danny. Mm -hmm. And that's kind of the end, right? Um, Yes, oh. we we skipped Danny Except being to able Danny, to break out, which is kind of a bigger, well, not Danny himself, but who he runs into. Yeah, because Danny he Danny's kidnapped, right, and then he's able to escape the uh, momentarily momentarily escape the like militia's camp, and he comes up on a house. I don't remember the woman's name. Grace. Grace. Um, and this woman, Grace. Uh, like brings him in and kind of just like helps him out a little bit because she I mean Grace seems like the she immediately didn't trust him right so like she can be kind of like the smart like knowing person of this world mm -hmm. um, but she can see that he is even though she doesn't know or trust this man he is in some sort of danger because he's got like asthma and she like gives him an inhaler <laughs> Right, because although he's 19 and lived in a community, he did not <laughs> yeah. figure out how to like... Because even the Maggie lady at the beginning, he had an asthma thing, mm -hmm. and she was like, drink this. And it's like, yeah. okay, now I'll immediately ask her what what's going on. Yeah, yeah. What's, uh, figure out your health. Yeah. Um, also, hey, FYI, everybody, if there's something like direly wrong with you, <laughs> and it's going to be... It's going to keep going, like ask questions to make it like not happen anymore mm -hmm. if possible if possible yeah come on stay safe um what i'm saying stay safe but yeah so she houses him for a little bit um eventually the militia and tom neville catch up and you know deduce that he's there uh i forget did they get him again or did he escape? yeah oh yeah no, they, they got him no, back they got him back right so he got recaptured he got recaptured um, but like nothing really happens to Grace, the woman. No, she turned him in and they like left her go, yeah. let, let her go. And she stayed at her house. Mm -hmm. So, but then at the end, um, oh, she, but he had the, um, he, there's like a necklace 
from the very very beginning mm-hmm. that Ben downloaded something into a USB drive mm-hmm. and that USB drive clicked into the necklace to make it look like it was just like a big brooch necklace mm-hmm. and Danny must have had that on him mm-hmm. and he left it there or it dropped out whatever Grace yeah. has it after Danny got recaptured yeah Grace has it and now what she yeah so at the very end of the episode she she goes to this door on like the upper floor of her house and like unlocks like 15 locks <laughs> and then goes up into her attic. Uh, and then in this attic, she's got like a, like an old, um, like, like a computer desktop, like a computer you would have made when you were like, it was 1998, nine and yeah. you were 15 <laughs> and you were like learning how to do stuff. Yeah. It looks, it's this old like desktop that, yeah, is clearly, clearly like been pieced together from other parts. Um, and she's able to turn it on. Uh, so, like, she has power. She turns on this computer, and it opens up to this, like... Well, the know, reason why she can turn it on is because she, like, clicks something, like... She clicks, like, the locket or something. Mm-hmm. Like, the necklace. She, like, turns the locket on or something. Mm-hmm. And I don't know, that releases the hold of power or something yeah. like that. I wasn't sure if that was related or... Because, yeah, that... I, I mean, thought it had to be, a right? A USB thing, like holding power to enough to power a computer and like a light like does, did it, did it doesn't it make sense i guess it doesn't make <laughs> sense in a way because if she's on a computer she clicks something with the thing and it turned on a light it, on a light came on on the thing yeah but then yeah but then she she like got on the internet basically and like i am somebody yeah so that's the thing is like she's and it's not like on... she turned on their power right you know like yeah exactly, there's no way right? so like that that's where I, that's so who knows but yeah that's why i was thinking like the power didn't come from the thing um but yeah she's able to turn on this computer um and yeah not only is it a computer with power it has internet because she's able to pull up this console this like uh matrix looking console it's just, just like, like dos yeah <laughs> um where she's able to you know message someone we don't know on the other side she's just saying like hey the militia was here um, and like, what do we do next? So, but that's just like a cool, like cliffhanger of just like, there's something, there's some other organization going on here that like they have power, they have internet. Oh, there's, there's at least a group of people in the mm-hmm. know, right? Mm-hmm. 15 years later, there's a full group of people in the know. Yeah. Kind of gives me some like fly, firefly vibes from last of us. <laughs> They're just like this underground group that's like trying to bring society back. That's right. Mm-hmm. Cut that, cut that lady's brain open and get the <laughs> yeah, get the source code. <laughs> um, and yeah, that's that's the end of that. I mean, mm-hmm. I I like it. It did a thing. It, it established at least what like, hey, this is what we're gonna be doing for a little bit. We're gonna be traveling to try to find this thing. Mm-hmm. And like now we got our uncle and we're going to go like this little four these four people, five, maybe if you count like this Nate guy who's kind of around. Yeah, Nate. Not like like because he came back at some point and like saved Charlie. But like Mm -hmm. he also potentially he might he's like at least was in the militia at some point. Yeah, he's got the the brand. And the militia is obviously bad Mm -hmm. as far as people are concerned. So they're doing all that. And then this like seemingly like, oh. Danny's just dumb and got caught mm-hmm. twice now. Um, but he got wrapped up and just gave us a little bit of a tidbit of this person who now knows 
all of the answers that because we we saw Ben die, who was mm-hmm. the guy who knew all the answers we wanted to know, mm-hmm. and then we got a new person. Yeah, and goes, oh, so people do know. Yeah, there are people out there. So know. we will be able to figure this out. Mm-hmm. I still don't think we'll ever know. No, probably not. Um, but yeah, by the end, I I like it almost surprised me how like hooked I was by the end. I was like, oh yeah, like like let's see. I want to I want to know what's going on. It was a good it was a good first it was a pretty good first i mean like in and i don't even mean this in like a uh in a bad way but like a lot of the setup was just kind of just classic like heroes story adventure setup it's like you know whether your hero is charlie or um or or even miles the brother it's like you know, someone close to you dies. Um, you're ripped from like the community that you know, and now you have to go off on this adventure. You're kind of forced on it, but like, there's, you know, competing factions each going on a journey because you got the militia um, working to try to find um, Miles, and then you've got Miles and Charlie and their crew trying to find you know, more information about the power and stuff like that and get Danny back. Like there's just a lot of stuff in motion that just kind of feels like, um, it's just very basic stuff for how to like set up, uh, an adventure. Yeah. None of it was like, I mean, if you really think about it, none of it was like insanely impressive by no. any means, but it was all just like, okay, you just laid out a clear, story mm-hmm. a clear premise at least for us to know what's yeah. going on clear premise clear yeah. motivations and then you, you had this is a clever idea at mm-hmm. least of like what's happening in this world yeah and we know enough about it to now go okay i'm interested tell yeah. me and you, you presented it cleanly yeah and we even said there wasn't it wasn't perfect like there's we have questions that seem silly and why these things don't make sense <laughs> yeah yeah you know if we're going to overanalyze it but the rest of it was just like clean enough that it was like, it's not that big of a deal. Yeah. It's simple in the setup and that is good because it just gets you, you understand why these characters are doing the things and you're just like, yeah, I get that. And then on the other end, there's enough mystery and intrigue and things. And like, what is this? Like who, who was she talking to on the other side of the internet? How do they have internet? Wasn't Ben. I'll tell you that. (laughs) Yeah. Do they, but was it, could have been Rachel. Oh my gosh! Could have been Rachel. I just thought about that. Man. It probably wasn't Rachel, but like you know, <laughs> she's. I mean, she's not dead. Yeah, she's not. But yeah, that's like all of that is interesting. And so while it's pretty basic in the setup, there's enough, you know, stuff that you haven't seen before that you're like, ooh, what's that? Yeah. Not bad. Mm-hmm. Not bad. <clears throat> not bad, but. Um, you know, it only ran for two seasons and while you Some, know, something happened, something, yeah, I, uh, maybe it got bad, but also there's a lot of shows that are kind of like this that just didn't have the right audience at the time and got canceled. Right. Yeah. You would think a show like this that had like a good story that doesn't want to overstay its welcome mm-hmm. still isn't only two seasons long. It's usually four to five Mm -hmm. potentially i think four to six seasons in like some sort of like good drama 
adventure show mm-hmm. is generally key. Yeah. If it goes like nine, it, unless it's a, you know, if it goes too long, then it's overstaying. It's welcome. And it's like, God, just end it. You're just being, you're just trying to serialize yourself now. If it goes too short like this for two seasons, you go, where did they lose? Where did they lose their like path? You know, mm-hmm. um, rare, rare occasions do epic shows last 15 whole seasons and be, and are glorious and keep getting better and better the whole time. Mm-hmm. I'm looking at you, Supernatural. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that'll happen. Uh, should we predict predictions? Uh, yeah. Um, I just need to click back over to mine. I'll do mine really quick, yeah. and then we can do yours. And then Jimmy submitted them electronically. Oh uh, yes, via the internet. Uh, I, we have. I've seen them, and based on what we're doing, it'll be they'll be funny. I think. <laughs> uh, so mine are number one. I don't think the power the power does not come back on for like everyone. Okay. Like the power is obviously on for a select few yeah it's already on for some but i mm-hmm. don't think it comes back for like the planet mm-hmm. as sure. we know it okay uh number two i think monroe who is obviously kind of slated currently as seemingly like the militia big bad kind of guy mm-hmm. i feel like he is a good guy in the end tom you said monroe Monroe. Okay, sorry. No, yeah, Gene Carlo is a bad guy. Through <laughs> okay, and through, okay, for through sure. and through. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, I think Ra- we f- we see Rachel. Rachel is here. Uh huh. We go. Oh, Rachel's here. Yeah. And then she dies in this episode. Okay. <laughs> oh, she's back. Now she's dead. She's back. Ah, she's ah, <laughs> she's dead. Yep. Um, and then I think that Charlie. Hmm. I think that Charlie and uh, man, I, I, I almost hate to say it cause I feel like he's not even around anymore, but Nate. I feel like Charlie and Nate mm-hmm. are, 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 are an item. Okay. Yeah. I feel, I mean, they're both young and hot. I see, I see where they're going to that. Oh yeah. I mean, that's a, that's a award winning combination right there. Yeah. But it also means that, yeah, maybe, maybe Nate dies, but we'll see. Um, so yeah, I was asking about your good guy prediction because I have that Tom Neville is a good guy. Oh, okay. No way. <laughs> no way. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. I think he turns on the militia. Um I think uh I think Monroe turns the power back on. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, if he does that <laughs> in a way, he'd be a good guy in the end, right? I guess so, but because why uh, would a bad guy turn the well i mean because he wants tanks and stuff I don't yeah know. i think that he you know gets in a position where he thinks that he could turn the power back on and be in position to be king of the world mm. um yeah um i think that we get a flashback to young nate okay so like you know back in 2012 when he's like a baby boy yeah mm-hmm. okay I think I think that's the flashback, um, and then I think uh, I was trying to think of stuff that was in like peak technology in 2012 that we now now in 2022 think of as like old technology, but like back then would have been like this is like the pinnacle of technology. So that in the 15 years later in revolution, we kind of 
look back with it look back on it with was fondness. it like a gps device that you hang on your dashboard <laughs> of your, of your... kind of I, I said uh that there's a we see a blackberry okay <laughs> like a palm pilot yeah yeah okay yeah fair enough mm-hmm. so jimmy jimmy's predictions jimmy threw in four <laughs> predictions yeah uh pretty normal yeah. which I hope don't work for this show. <laughs> Jimmy's predictions are as follows. A wedding. Okay. A funeral. Okay. A birth. Okay. Someone eats a taco. All right. All of those are technically plausible. They're all plausible. Yeah. I think a birth, if anything, might happen. Okay. But I don't think they're going to do it. There's no wedding. This show is not ending in a wedding. I was thinking funeral would be the most plausible of those. Possibly. I don't think they'll have time for a funeral. Hmm. I think stuff will be crazy. Hmm. What is the last episode called? It's not called Pilot. That's for sure. Last episode of Revolution happened on May 21st, 2014. And it is called Declaration. You got it. Of Independence. Mm, My favorite declaration. Yeah. Let's see how this... uh, country declares <laughs> it's uh independence so we're gonna watch that and we'll be back after it is over and we're back we're done with the finale of revolution it was called declaration of independence joe did you love it um I mean, it had some things I was interested in. It had some interesting things. Yeah. You're not wrong. I got a little write-up. In the series finale, oh, it was written, by the way, this is on IMDb, written by Anonymous. So thank you, Hacker Group, for taking taking the time. (laughs) In the series finale, the stakes are higher than ever as the Patriots prepare for war. Miles, Charlie, and Monroe launch an attack on the Patriots but must improvise a risky new plan in order to halt the oncoming war between California and Texas. Out for revenge, Neville sets his sights on President Davis. Meanwhile, Aaron and Rachel's efforts to save Priscilla from the nanotech have unexpected consequences. Dum, bum, bum. <laughs> so that, that's that. So it seems like the Patriots... Mm-hmm. Uh, led by some old white man, yeah, <laughs> who was calling himself president. Mm-hmm. Uh, they seemed like they were the non-desirable uh, elected officials of the America. Sure. And then they're because they, they were saying like the Patriots versus like Texas. Um. Did you catch that? Or did you? What did you gather from what was going on? At least in, at least in like the Civil War establishment of government or something. It it was. I'm sighing a lot because I feel like it was tough to tell without context, like who's on what side necessarily. Like what we saw was there was some sort of, um, like in this like courthouse or something, uh, publicly there was like a some sort of peace agreement between like the leader of Texas and the president 
of the United States or the guy who is calling himself the president of the United States. And even at this point, I don't really know what is the United States at this point because it seems like right. it's I a mean, bunch it, of mixed up territories. Yeah, it's hard to it's hard to imagine a United States of America with like electricity and being yeah. able to be like initially connected like that. Yeah, so there was this hall uh, with like American flags and Texas flags and these two guys saying like there's there's an agreement between texas and the united states and god bless texas and god bless the united states right but behind those scenes there's like uh the you know army looking guys that were like locking the doors to this hall and there was like they were getting ready to like set off some gas and like those guys were tied to the president right so I think what I'm piecing together there was that like while there were like claiming that there was going to be this peace, but it, it was really just like an ambush that they were going to kill all of the like Texan leaders that that's kind of what I deduced, but I don't even know if that's right at all. I mean, they were like locking all the doors and it looks like they were about to pump death gas. Into yeah. The room, there's so. definitely like death gas going into this room, but I don't necessarily know what the political plot there was, but I think it was that. Well, I mean, playing... no, I think the political plot was like white man. Don't like Brown man. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they, they were going to play nice, but they, uh, um, we're just going to like, you know, take out their leaders there and then, and then just hostile takeover of Texas. Yeah. Yes. Cause everything the all, all, it always has to start in Texas. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um, which I guess in like connecting right into that, cause there's a lot of stuff going on in the plot, but if we follow this thread, the, our heroes, which is like Miles and Charlotte and Monroe is with them. I think at this point, too. Monroe is with them. Tom is with Monroe at least mm-hmm. Tom Neville. Um, um, uh, Rachel's there. Charlie's mom. Yeah. Is there Aaron well, is there. They were to, they were to like Charlotte was with them. Mm-hmm. Or sorry, Rachel was with them. Oh, but just in a separate part of it. In a separate part at the very very beginning of the episode, it was like Aaron, the mm-hmm. the nerd guy, yeah, and Rachel, Charlie's mom, mm-hmm. in this room with this uh, lady named Priscilla, yeah, who seems like was married to Aaron before the lights turned off. They definitely have a relationship, yeah. But she was like infected with nano machines yes she that looked like fireflies they look like fireflies um and like we meet them like mid-conflict uh and priscilla is like she's like controlling the electricity she's like controlling the electricity but she's also like um she's like beating the shit out of rachel and aaron yeah um but like they're treating her as if she's like not in control of her own body. Yeah. Um, and you can see, or we're shown that like Priscilla in her mind is like talking to her children and she's like clearly not like conscious, I guess. Yeah. So it seems like there's like these like nanobots or something that are like little fireflies that, um, can control electricity and can also like take over humans, humans, if not take them over, like at least like create some sort of illusion for them and suggest things for them. Yeah. Well, because it like later they didn't come up very much in this episode Mm -hmm. and presumably they were, hopefully they were in it for a little bit more, but that seemed like 
the nano machine thing was if there was a season three, this is where it was going to go. Mm-hmm. It seemed like that was the big the big thing for season three. Yeah, uh, which never happened. Yeah, but um, it it after it left Priscilla or whatever, it went to some of the other people that seemed like they were bad people, bad guys in the show, mm-hmm. like the pre- that ex president guy. Yeah, this is at the very end. Of the at the very end, but it like. Well, it, it went to Tom too, Tom Neville. Mm-hmm. Like it, it appeared to the president guy, Tom Neville, maybe somebody else, but I, I don't a remember. Few other people, a few other people, but it presented to them as like looked like dead people that they that like they loved, knew. yeah. Uh-huh. Um, and we're like, you need to go to Bradbury, Ohio, mm-hmm. right? Ohio, Idaho, Idaho, um, because things will happen. Yeah. And then the very end was like a whole town of Bradbury, Idaho, the wasteland, as mm-hmm. it said. Like the town lit up. Yeah, the power is coming to, and then there, there's a bunch of people walking towards the town, like kind of zombie-like. Yeah, so that's just like a, in my mind, in my mind, it was a side plot because it seemed it wasn't that big, at least mm-hmm. for this episode. But yeah, interesting. But yeah, so there's something going on with nanobots taking over this woman, and it seems like the nanobots are some sort of evil entity, and it looked like it was leading into season three that this there's going to be some sort of nanobot war or something. Yeah. The nano the great nanobot war mm-hmm. of 2017. Yeah. And that but then it seems like the finale of season 2 here dealt more with this president of the United States who again looked like he was plotting to take out all the leaders of Texas. Our hero, our heroes foil that plot. Going to consolidate power under himself. Yeah. Our heroes foil the plot for the gassing. Um, cause they're, they're able to break in and just like tell everybody to like get out of the building. Um, but then one of the president's generals, like after this plot fails, the president's general, one of the president's generals like shoots, um, a bunch of the, like a bunch of the high ups, including like the president of Texas, but also some of their own guys. Yeah. Um, and then also shoots himself in the arm. Um, because he says this is plan B and what plan B is like the next day, the president has a press conference saying that, um, our heroes, Charlotte and them, uh, saying that they were terrorists and they attacked this like peace treaty thing. Um, and and it's a good thing we like made it out. Okay. Uh, but like we, uh, we now like as a United um, United States, Texas nation or whatever, declare war on California. Right. Cause I guess California is like a separate entity now. Yeah. I mean, they're all bad over there. Yeah. Always been bad. <laughs> Coastal California. Um, so yeah, so that's, um, he declares war in California. The, the heroes are able to kidnap the president. Um, but then he somehow gets loose. I forget how he gets loose. But then Monroe is able to get him back. Yeah. People always in the show seem to escape and then get recaptured yeah. right away. They get him back and then they, you know, do kind of a thing where they get the bad guy to confess to his entire evil diabolical plan. Um, and there's like sheriffs or something like waiting in the next room. And, right. And they hear all of it and realize that the president of the United States is evil and it's the best they can do because they can't wiretap. So yeah, just like, yeah. Put your ears <laughs> there's against, no electricity. So just put your ears against this wall. Yeah. 
so that ties up what I feel like it was probably the central plot of like the season two um, of just this like evil president guy uh, the, and the political machinations around that he's caught people finally get that he's evil and he's taken away and then all of this stuff with the nanobots is like um, you know cliffhanger on the end of this episode that seems like it was supposed to be for season three. Right. And I, I read that the show was picked up for season one. And then when it was on, they picked it up for season two. So it wasn't like it was, I mean, it, inherently it was canceled, you know, in a way, but it wasn't like picked up for season two and three. And then they just said, nope, f- for a season two or for, mm. so, sorry, for season three. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so they just never they just never got repicked up for season three. Uh, um, so the nano machine portion is, I guess, a cliffhanger. I did read that in this ended in 2014, that in 2015, there was like a four part comic book series or something like that that wrapped up the storyline to the show, which is interesting. Yeah. Did, th- you, did you read any any of that at all? No. Okay. Uh, no, no. Um, I, I'd be, I'd be interested in seeing this show and then reading that they did stuff like that for, um, like when like Buffy ended. Buffy was like nine seasons, but Buffy continued in like, um, comic book form for a little bit, mm-hmm. and so did like I think there was X Files comic books for a little bit too, um, and so some of these like kind of like big fan favorite shows. Not, I'm not really including revolution in this, but like yeah. they do it in some of these types of shows that they continue at Firefly, I, I think had some comic book to it as well afterwards. So something like, but those are more like seasons of comic books, like season 10 of Buffy is a comic. Yeah. Um, but so like of something like, Oh, this show was going to go to season three, maybe, or they had plans for it, but they got a, they got a four part comic book out to do it. It's kind of interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, it does also seem to me all speculation of course seems like season one was kind of like getting the ball rolling they were talking about electricity a little bit and that and like with the grace thing at the beginning of her like online dos iming people mm-hmm. seemed pretty interesting and then this last part was super like political and like control of the united states and stuff with at least a little bit of nano tech that I'm wondering whether or not this show kind of lost its initial interest of like what happened with the electricity. Yeah. Focus kind of like focus on the problem and it lost Mm -hmm. that a little bit. And then it was, it it just kind of maybe gained some, like, oh, we'll do nano we'll do a nano thing and we'll try to describe it, but maybe there just wasn't enough of that. And it was just kinda like if you don't continue with like I guess your main interest, then you're gonna lose some people. Yeah. And they might have lost too many. Maybe. Or uh, they could have like resolved some of that. And yeah, we didn't yeah. see it in the middle. But I mean they didn't I mean in my mind they didn't resolve they didn't resolve resolve it because the power was still off. Oh yeah, yeah. You you know, like, because yeah. if they would have fixed whatever, f- like, kept the power off, there would have been some power. Mm-hmm. But everywhere there was like normal people and doing stuff, 
there was still just fire and and not electricity. So mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, what else did I write? I mean, that's kind of it. Yeah, it seems like everybody from the first episode was basically on the same side, at least for the most part in this thing yeah. that was still around. <laughs> yeah, every everybody who was on all different sides at the beginning are all on the same side now. Yeah, they're all together now. <laughs> yeah. Um, neither one of them necessarily, I mean, I wouldn't necessarily consider the actions of like either side of these groups to be very like good, good guy mm-hmm. per se, but I mean you're watching something like this. It's uh post-apocalyptic. Everything's a little dirty. So no mm-hmm. one, no one's really clean on either side per se, per mm-hmm. se, but like, I guess the good guys would still, I would be whatever, wherever Charlie is, I guess that's the good guys. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the, the people we meet in the beginning, the Matheson's. Yeah. Anybody tagging onto them. It's good guys. It would be about the person. You, that, could that be one? That'd be one ballsy show to be like, remember that like nice little gal from the first episode? Mm -hmm. Fucking evil now. Yeah. Especially if there's a, if there's an old white guy in a suit, it's probably going to be a bad guy. Especially if it's in like a a post-apocalyptic world where most people are now wearing like just like rugged steampunk clothes. If there's a guy in a suit, probably a bad guy. (laughs) Man, you know, I in general, I've worked at a bank. (laughs) I've you know I've worked at a, a healthcare company. Mm-hmm. I've worked at pretty evil things, you know, mm-hmm. but um, I don't, I don't like dressing up. I don't like putting on suits or like, like especially not on my day to day or anything. That's just never been my jam. Maybe it's just because when you see a white dude in a suit, <laughs> he's probably being bad. Yeah, he's probably taking money from somebody. Yeah, he's prob- <laughs> it's probably something evil. Yeah. There's just something about being like, what's your what's your work get up? And it's like, mm-hmm. I put on a suit. Mm. Uh-oh. And a tie. Oh boy. <laughs> Stop and, right there. And then I and then I stomp on you with my boot. <laughs> yeah. Something about it. Not it's not it's not a it's not a it's not an everyone thing, but Yeah. I didn't want it to be a me thing, I guess. As well. <laughs> it's it's uh it's definitely coded into uh, uh sci fi T V shows yeah, at least. Exactly. Like if there yeah, if you're watching a sci fi T V show and a white guy walks mm-hmm. in in a suit, <laughs> yeah. You're like, You're bad. That's bad news, yep. <laughs> it's like it, it's like if you're wearing a red shirt, that guy's gonna die. If you're wearing a suit uh, and you're old and white. Yeah, that guy's evil. That guy's gonna turn out to be a bad guy. Yeah. Well, and if you, I mean, you know, if you're like Japanese and you walk in with a suit, you're like, you might be yakuza. Yeah. But also, you're probably fucking cool. <laughs> like, yeah, you know. Cool. Um. Yeah. The mysterious origins, at least. I definitely want to see what you're gonna do. <laughs> I'm interested. Yeah. You've piqued my interest. <laughs> Uh, so Joe, from what you've seen, mm-hmm. would you see more? Oh yeah, yeah. Um, I you know definitely from the pilot we've already talked about that I was intrigued as like a good pilot should. Um, from what we saw in the finale, um, I'm I'm interested in how the world built out. Yeah. Um, of just like. In the first episode 
it's just enough to show you this is the world um people are just trying to figure stuff out and it's dangerous out there and like that's just pretty much all you get and then but like when you think about it more like of it of course it makes sense that the the world governments haven't completely crumbled there's still some someone's always vying for power right? exactly yeah. right especially in like a vacuum like that that there's people who have seized the power and are using it for you know maybe nefarious re- means but maybe just like means that are um it, it might just be a matter of perspective um like for presented uh this president of the united states as evil because he's against our um good guys and because he was apparently gonna gas a bunch of people (laughs) wait are you telling me that i only think he's evil because he was gonna (laughs) gas a bunch of people in like a church there was (laughs) a bunch of kids singing yeah they were my country tizzy i forgot about the children 20 children i kept laughing every time they cut to the child choir because i kept watching this one kid who like could not stop looking at the camera oh really <laughs> yeah and every time they cut back to the choir this kid's just like <laughs> he, he like would be facing forward and then just like stare at the camera <laughs> um, no, someone was probably like look at me look at me yeah. and he was like yeah but that camera's over <laughs> um I, I yeah i'm not uh in favor of um uh killing children let's say uh but uh, they're you know man how do i get out of the sentence now <laughs> no, um, no one's in no one no real person is like <laughs> if there's a child singing a quite in a choir no one's like i'm in favor of killing these kids <laughs> yeah i guess what i'm saying is they're probably um knowing this type of show with it being sci-fi um there probably was some sort of like political motivation that in a certain light could be seen as like, Oh yeah, this guy was doing the right thing for America or for peace to like, try to keep, um, you know, the country together or something. The best, the best villains in fiction are generally Mm -hmm. defined as someone uh, is being able to kind of like prove to themselves and you that they're trying to do it for what they believe is good. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. Which like those types of things like interest me. Like uh, I keep going back to uh, the last of us, which is a, a PlayStation game, yeah. um, which is post-apocalyptic. It's two games. The first one uh, was wildly her- heralded and, you know, kind of reminds me of the pilot of this show. Um, and then the second game kind of reminds me of the finale of this show where mm. it does open up the world a little bit more and you do see like, oh, there are other groups out there. Like it's not just these, it's not just the, you know, authoritarian government that we see in the first game and the rebels. There's also other rebel groups that have different perspectives of like how you should go about setting up your society and how you should go about um you know moving forward um that's very interesting to me yeah it's good i mean any good fi- uh narrative fiction like especially like this when mm-hmm. it has like a good versus evil 
Um, it's not, I, not any mm-hmm. it is obviously not true, but like a version of a very like good, in, uh, one is where you have good, you have bad. And then along the lines, at least like those lines get muddy mm-hmm. and you still are like, but Charlie in this, like, you know, but like Charlie's people, you know, mm-hmm. but are like, but not all of these people are good. Not even yeah. her. She was mm-hmm. doing some, I mean. She just killed presumably bad guys, but like mm-hmm. we would know more about these people having watched probably all of season two mm-hmm. and be like, ah, but that dude was just probably like just a dude. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah, I feel like in most of my like favorite fiction and, and, and a lot of recent 2010s fiction is like, turns out everything's just gray. Yeah. There are no real good guys, bad guys. The bad guys have their motivations and your good guys do some nasty things too. So it's all, you know, different sides of the same coin. Right. Yeah. I mean, if you know what's good and what's bad, then I mean, essentially besides just watching a TV show or reading a book where the bad guys win or the good guys win, Mm -hmm. you know, at the end when the good guys win, presumably you go, was that was it worth it like did they do it like do i agree with them in the end mm-hmm. even like sometimes when the good guys win and you're like wait a minute did they yeah what does that win what does that mean? what does that mean was it worth it yeah was it what was the opportunity cost there i mm-hmm. guess of what they did um you know hopefully in real life it's more clear cut when the good mm-hmm. guys just win and it's good stuff mm-hmm. and then in your fiction you can like debate these moral questions mm-hmm. and deal with it and if they make you think about it and, and and you know like debate on whether or not what you saw was like oh, i don't know if i even feel good about what i just watched mm-hmm. in, in in a little bit of a light at least but you're like yeah that's good it's, mm-hmm. it's good writing yep so yeah i i was pleasantly surprised uh with the revolution i you know from my introduction to it of just like seeing the previews i thought it looked dumb like especially just based on you know getting hung up on like how did they what scenario could this possibly be where there's just no power um still doesn't technically yet still make, doesn't sense, really make sense but 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 now we've opened up the world to like there's like nanobots and somehow like it, they're like evil nanobots so like okay like <laughs> what does that mean Yeah, what is that even so it's almost fantastical like there's a little bit of like fantasy element to this now too the we 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 were also in not only infected with nanobots but also infected with the jj abrams virus yeah you know smoke monster out here was there was there time travel on this show (laughs) at some point they didn't get to it two seasons is too early for time travel too too early yeah season three with nano full-on nanobots Mm mm-hmm we're traveling (laughs) yeah given enough time we're going back um so yeah i'm intrigued um i'm i'm at least uh i'm or not at least but i I think i'm even more intrigued to know that there's two seasons and a comic book (laughs) yeah that's fun right that's a that's a fun um switch over yeah i like that I like that a bunch. So I was writing, I was writing point stuff down <laughs> to start getting into predictions. Um, yeah, I could, I could watch this show 
uh, I could turn it on my laptop and put it on put it on the desk while I'm playing some Stardew Valley. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't know if it deserves my full undivided attention, but I don't know if it needs it. You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, probably not. No, it's kind of a a good fun story that when it things heat up, I'll I'll you can start paying attention, and if not, like as long as you're sitting around it. I think it's good. Mm-hmm. 42 episodes. Only 40 left for us. Yeah. That's not too much time. Not too bad. It's a weekend. Mm-hmm. If you didn't do anything else. <laughs> and some people do that. Winter is coming. And how? Uh, predictions? Yeah. How'd you do? Um, I don't think very good. Mm. Um, well, let's see. I had Tom Neville as a good guy. I I think we're gonna have to go on the we're gonna have to just go with he was with what we would identify as the good guys as the heroes yeah so we're gonna say at the moment yes yeah okay so yes okay Tom Neville is a good guy um that's one and then I had Monroe turns the power back on which no, no. there's still no power um I had a flashback to young Nate um I mean which, I think we saw dead nate we saw dead nate we saw dead nano nate i guess dead nano nate which um uh i should note that i like was reading through hey what's what's hey. my what's a cat hey, doing hey, hey. Ah. what's she doing like biting on a cord no oh, she's still doing it no okay she's bad she's bad <laughs> I was trying to like be inconspicuous about it, but then she was really chomping. Yeah, she's like, really chomping. I think uh, <laughs> it's eleven. It's a uh, it's late at night, and I think she wants attention. So oh, okay, well I'll wrap. We'll it up. be done soon. Um, what was it? Oh, flashback to young Nate. I was reading. Um, I just went to the IMDb to like figure out characters' names. Um, but the actor who played Nate was listed as Jason Neville, and then I was like, oh, I think I spoiled this for myself. So like he's uh Tom Neville's son. I just assumed that because when the white suit wearing evil president man mm-hmm. he was like talking to somebody who was dead and the dead like he, I it was like somebody who wasn't there. Yeah, yeah. It was obviously a nano thing and he was like son or whatever. Mm-hmm, you like you're yeah. dead son. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. then it was like right after that it was Tom Neville talking to Nate and mm-hmm. I was like, "Oh, Nate must be must dead be and kid, he yeah. must be his son." Yep, so that was it. Yeah. Um so we must learn that. I I bet we learned that like season 1. Yeah, probably. Um and then my last one was a Blackberry reference. And we didn't see a no. blackberry or anything. So one? One. Mm-hmm. I think I did a little bit better than you. Uh, my first one is the power doesn't come back. True. To to True. the people, you know. It's obviously on in Bradbury, Idaho, apparently. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, when I, I, I specified that I meant like the United States or the, the people as a whole, and it did not. Um, I think Monroe is a good guy. And, yes and, yeah for sure uh, if we're doing tom neville uh you know stuff uh he is also uh with the good guys currently i thought nate uh charlie and nate are together mm-hmm. hard to be together with a corpse charlie <laughs> so maybe they smooched at some point but he's dead so dead oregon i guess i don't know mm-hmm. he might have been a nano machine the whole time who knows but so <laughs> no to that and then i thought rachel is here which is correct, but then she dies in this episode, 
and she did not do she that. She did not. She's fine. She's fine. So I'm going to take two points, though. And then, <laughs> even though he's not here, he's just got to send in some stuff. So Jimmy's were wedding. No. Funeral. No. Mm-hmm. Birth. Mm. No. And someone eats a taco. No. No. <laughs> Zero, Jimmy. Zero. That's what you get. <laughs> so, here we go. That is that. And listeners, that's going to do it for this week and this season. Yeah. A first and last. Like we said at the top, next week's either going to be the first and lasties or it's going to technically be season first season 11 episode one starting in spooky month yeah the jump scare yeah so we <laughs> might jump scare you or we might trophy award you yeah trophy show award show <laughs> how do you say it uh we don't know yet we'll figure it out um you'll know when it's posted mm-hmm. so there deal with it listen to it either way yeah just listen to it uh if you want to get a hold of us and tell us what spooky shows we should listen to what you might think about revolution or what you think is the best show or worst show that we watched all season <laughs> long in season 10 you can get at get to us at f and l podcast on the gmail or on the twitter um but that's going to do it for this week thank you for listening goodbye <laughs>